Hey everyone, welcome to Placate Reality. We are back at you. Uh, we've got Ashton, Adam, Zach, and Meg in the studio. Just give us a quick what's up, and then we'll get to the, the main content. Yeehaw! Howdy. What's up? Alright, stay tuned. members' hearts, Adam Jensen. Mm. It is about Costa Vida, okay? <laughs> oh, no. Adam goes to Costa Vida at least once a week with his family, generally on Fridays, and it's, it's a thing that he does, and it means a lot to him. But anyway, I was at school recently and eating Costa Vida, and I saw that if I downloaded the app, I could get some free money. Okay, I could get half off my next salad or something. I think it's like a $4 voucher or something, okay? And then I thought, okay, great. And then if you scan your receipt, it like puts points towards it and you can earn money right back for free meals. And I'm assuming, Adam, are you familiar with the system? Oh, I've used it many times. Okay, <laughs> good to hear. Anyway, my question to you first off is, if you're there with a friend and they get a receipt, but they don't scan it, would you scan it with um, your own phone? Well, the problem is you can only scan one receipt per visit. Really? And mm. until you wait at least 24 hours, then you can scan another. Interesting. So you, if you were to do that, it would only make sense if your friend paid more for mm. whatever they got. Um, or you could save it and do it the next day after 24 hours, but that's, would that that's work, a bit though? of a hassle. But would that work, though? Could you keep the receipt and then yeah, I think, scan the I think they Yeah, I think they expire after 48 hours. Really? Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, we have our resident oh, well, Costa Vida the, the expert, facts are right there. which <laughs> it certainly screws up the whole concept I was going at. So let's say you could. So let's say theoretically that didn't happen, and we find out you can scan as many as you want. Maybe let's say that you, yeah, you can scan as many as you want, and it'll just keep racking up points. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you scan the person's next year's? Of course. Everyone. Clearly. Yeah, okay. Alright, so now the next thing is, you see someone next to you at a different table, they don't scan their receipt, they just leave it there. But as you're walking out, you go and scan it. Done it before. Yeah. You've done it again. <laughs> so wait, wait, you've done it before. What yeah. does that mean then? So that Why means, do you scan your own? So did, my, it, you, well, did the rules change? Listen, my dad always has dibs on, you know, the family receipt. Oh. Okay. So, uh, I, so I only get receipts when either you I go by myself, or I snag one from elsewhere in the restaurant. Oh, okay. Mm. And you do sometimes yeah. snag them. Of course. If I see, if like the trash is like overflowing and I see somebody just put like that a beautiful receipt, down, right, receipt right there, I'll definitely, you know, give it a scan and see if they didn't already. No shame. Perfect. Okay, so that leads us to the next question. In my head, I thought it would be funny to sit by the trash can and just steal them and just keep, just keep scanning them over and over and over again. My question is, how many of you guys would do that? Mm, no, I wouldn't just sit there and... That's, you that's, wouldn't cherry pick? Well, that's I, when it goes I to the next level. I don't think they'd let you, first of all. But, no, but let's say you, but you'd have to be sneaky about it. Maybe you go and you stay there for 20 minutes, grab a couple, then you flee to the next Costa Vida. Next one across town. 
I don't know if it's it screams desperation for me. Because yeah, you'd have to. You liked it that much. You'd have to scan hundred dollars worth. You'd have to scan a hundred dollars worth of food to get like a meal, basically. But that that go pretty quick though if you're just rifling through the trash for receipts. True, but you could get you could get a free meal in what a waste of a life. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Listen, I just want to know. Would any of you do this though? Like morally, is no. this okay? I say morally. Yeah, it's it's okay. Like, okay. Morally, you think it's fine. In under un a unique circumstance, if there was like, I don't know, like a grand opening of a Costa Vida and like some huge company was coming, or so, I don't know, something like that, where you know they're gonna be rolling like five hundred to thousand dollars worth of points. Uh -huh. Oh, I would camp the trash can for that. But okay. I'm not. I'm not going to camp it for you know. You're not heading to the Pleasant Grove location. You know, yeah. Sitting there your Friday night. No, absolutely not. For these measly, you know, whatever people are getting, wow. especially if, especially if you can only scan one for 24 hours, which yeah. I think is a failsafe or a safeguard. Yeah. Against for, exactly what we're talking. Saw this <laughs> This type of situation. Animals. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's been resolved then. <laughs> okay. My next question is. Um, let's say, theoretically, that we find out that coffee has now been linked to, like, a terminal illness, okay? Like, it basically kills you. What becomes America's drink of choice, other than water? I think they would still go for the coffee, first off, but if, See, if they decide against well, it, then... America's drink of choice is already, like, diet Soda, really. yeah. Yeah, soda. But, but I feel like there is definitely a large percentage of people that coffee is their go-to. Mm -hmm. So think, what, where do they go to? a decent chunk, yeah. I think energy drinks and would just yeah. sell even more. I think so. I, I would take energy, energy drinks, drinks would. I, would, I would go for tea, maybe. Tea. I guess it's another yeah. hot drink, and I you can would, get it at a coffee shop. I would hope that tea would become the drink of choice, but I think that more people would choose energy drinks or like sugary drinks. Instead. I think so. Not many people like tea; they like to have sugar. Yeah. Yeah. But depends yeah, on the type of coffee drink you want. Tea would be nice. Matcha instead of coffee would be good. Because there's there's some people who Still are like coffee. the sugary coffee, you know, like the super fancy, and then they'd probably go for energy drinks, and then people who drink like exactly. black or you know earthy beanie coffee would go for tea maybe, or maybe I don't know. That's just my guess, but. I mean, there are some people who, you know, drink coffee daily and probably continue drinking it despite the facts, but I think... I know I would. I feel like yeah. it's... Even if it was... I put enough crap in my but, body at this point. This <laughs> will probably give me a terminal illness. I was talking to someone. Um, you all know her. Anyway, she okay. told me that people would, people would stop using it if they found it. Like, my initial thought was, like, let's say it's linked to Alzheimer's. And I said, would people stop using it? And she said, yes. But then I was like, people still use cigarettes, even they know that, that it's going to cause lung, lung cancer. Or throat cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah people wouldn't stop it if it's something like in the future. If they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. this could happen in the future. If it was something like, you're going to die tomorrow, then I think people would stop. Yeah, well, Zach literally said, but when I described like, it as terminal, he said people would still do it. Yeah. So, I think I more like, people would quit than like... Cigarettes isn't like the best like comparison just because it's nicotine is highly addictive. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah. I thought Caffeine, the exact same thing. Like, I don't know, can, can be addictive, I suppose. Addictive, but, but like, not as not near yeah. the same, you know. Agreed. Way. Yeah. Yeah, it's different, but yeah, you know what I mean. Same, same, but different. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Alright, so now what I'd like to do is I come up with a couple different movie plots, and I just want you to all give me a rating. <laughs> Okay, out of five stars of how much you would like to see this movie, be invested in this movie, you know. What's your interest level? Okay? And then just I want to hear your commentary. Like, what would you change? What would you add? Okay. What would you do to actually make this an interesting film? Okay? 
So we started off with probably what I deem to be one of the best ideas I've come up with. Okay, so this starts, think 1970s, okay? A horse named Rolex, like the watch, has just won the Triple Crown, okay? He finds out that he's going to be living a life of luxury on a farm out in the countryside and just breeding away. <laughs> right? Because that's what they do. When you win lots right. of races, your sperm is worth millions of dollars, and that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Fair enough. Here's the kicker. This horse finds out, right, after a lot of development, he's attracted to men. Wow. Okay. Ma male horses or...? Correct. Okay. This, this, male horse, this male horse is attracted to steeds, stallions, <laughs> broncos. Okay? From so enjoyable now, to illegal. Yes. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thin line you're dancing on, but I'm, I'm interested. So you're saying that would be the better move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but anyway, this horse's whole inner conflict is about passing on his genes, but also being forced into having relations that he does not want to have. Okay. That's depressing. Okay, now give me your rating out of five stars. How much do you want to see it? How much do you want to see this movie be made? I could see it being very entertaining as like a comedy, maybe. Okay. Like this would be a great episode of like BoJack Horseman or something. Okay. As like a drama, might be a little tough sell. <laughs> Listen, I just feel like Rolex would be a very sympathetic character. Okay, Zach, your thoughts? Um. Yeah, I'd be interested. I think. It, yeah, but I think that the humans would be compromised and just find a way to just to take a sperm and then be able to impregnate the women horses. But I understand. This is the seventies. I thought about that and I thought, well, these days they probably just take the sperm, freeze it, and sell it. But back then, like let's say, you know, we can go back well, to the forties, the thirties, whatever. Like the horse sperm was still valuable back then. Is he still going to be racing? No, he's living a life okay. of luxury, just breeding. That's all he does. But he's being forced into relations that he does not want to have. Meg? I don't think I would care to see it. No, do you, do you I don't movie? care. Horses don't interest me. So really? anytime there's a horse movie, I don't care about seeing it. Kill your straight horses. So that's like the first red flag. Okay. I, I guess my question is animated. <laughs> Uh, I think it could be. Oh, because yeah. it's like, if I can't think of it, like I'm. Or is it like, like gonna be like Babe? I was thinking of yeah, where the like, Lion Because like the new Lion King is just it's just weird when it's like you like humanize that could be funny, like animals, yeah. but it's like live action. It kind of like comedy. misses the mark a little bit. I kind of like that. Also, live action. But it's also just uncomfortable. Well, there'd be many uncomfortable situations that you'd see this horse go through. I just don't like. I don't know. I kind of like like is is the 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 plot? Yeah, that's kind of funny. Like it's like dang. Because <laughs> like that. Because I mean humans don't do that, but it's kind of funny because you well, might dream like that. But maybe that's the thing. It's humans like have done that though. It's like true. there's been lots of gay men and women who have basically been forced into straight relationships. Okay. And basically haven't come out because of it. It's fair enough. Now it might be a little different because it's not literally forced. It's more societal. But it could start an important discussion. Yeah, we're bridging the gap between horses and humans. Spark so the conversation within the home. <laughs> within the home. <laughs> Get your kids talking about it early. <laughs> Maybe this is actually a kids' book that you need your kids to explain oh, no. sexuality and choice. Oh, no. Poor Rolex. Okay. All right. Next story. <clears throat> Can't say I'm as much impressed with this one. Didn't put much thought into this. I'll be the judge of that. Um, <laughs> Okay, life 
from the view of a stop sign. The sign becomes infuriated anytime someone doesn't stop, but is left helpless to do anything about it. What do you guys think? <laughs> I would definitely see that. That sounds really good. No, we're talking about movies or we're talking about like short films? What like, I, can't probably... see this, I can't see this spun into 60 yeah, plus. Yeah, this would have to have something else to it to okay. become a film, but I like the idea. But, the yeah. stop sign then meets the yield sign from across the street. <laughs> <laughs> The yield sign doesn't stop, but it does yield. Okay. And that makes the stop sign interesting. My first thought is, I like the idea of it because it's kind of like, why not just be a yield sign? People don't stop. But also at the same time, at the, at the same time, yield signs are like just as useless. It's like, why not make this into a stop sign? You know? Yeah, people don't yield. I feel like if I see a yield sign, yield, I'm just likely to yield. If I see a stop sign, I'm at least going to yield. Let me tell you, as a former, a former resident of Ephraim, Utah, there's a few yield signs, and I almost died at a few. Not even gonna lie. I almost got T-bone on the way to the Sea Rose concert in November, like 20. 17, 2016. I vividly remember it because we were going through. Some guy doesn't see the yield sign, <laughs> and just just like just crosses right after right after we cross the intersection. Not fun experience. It's just like yield, yield signs. signs don't they don't they don't do it. Yeah, like they're gonna be yield. But it's not red, the problem. So. It's the humans. It is. It's not the yields. It's not yields fault. <laughs> Maybe yield could be a little bit more red to say like you do have to Or like just a really big yield sign and like small You're stop signs right? yield, yield man Yield signs in like theory, big. great Stop signs in theory, great But really stop signs kind of accomplish both So oh, okay. Sorry to derail your conversation No, okay <laughs> Alright, next film idea <clears throat> A documentary following Russ Gilchrist Okay a Pokemon enthusiast since the 90s. Russ begins hearing about Pokemon being a kid's game, and he becomes disillusioned with the whole thing. His life begins to fall apart. This is a documentary subject. Okay, what's your interest level? Start with you, Adam. I mean, I'd watch it just because any, any, any Pokemon content, you know, I'm the least minorly interested in. Okay. So. Zach? I, I don't follow Yeah, I'd category. watch it just for the downfall. Just the... The anger I know. and the confusion. Yes, the confusion. <laughs> and he just, what, is it a kid's game? No. <laughs> oh, oh, that's just a, mis- just a frustration. It's a common misconception, actually. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's definitely. It becomes horribly defensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go ahead, May. I, I think that I would watch it. I don't really care too much about Pokemon, Same. but it sounds interesting. Okay. It sounds, it sounds interesting because it's like someone from our. You know, fellow millennial, right? But okay. uh, not very. Inter- I'm not. I don't really care about the Pokemon part, but I do very much care to see how someone goes through the mental gymnastics to defend that, <laughs> because that's what their you know livelihood is. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back with a little bit more content. This is Zach interrupting the program to say thanks to Synergy Pet Salon in American Fork, Utah and my mother, Ginger Ford, who works there, and it's her birthday on Wednesday, the 18th, so happy birthday to her, and she just cut all of our hair down at the pet salon, so please come on down, and if you have your pet's hair that needs to be cut, whether it's a cat, or a dog, or your geckos, you know, just bring them on down, they'll happily do it, they're all nice ladies there, and, uh, but just make sure not to ask for a human haircut, it's not what you think, and you know you'll be heavily disappointed and offended maybe a little bit as well so 
Just play it safe and don't do that. But bring your dogs on down. Happy birthday, Mom. All right, welcome back, Zach. Thank you for that message. Anyway, we're going to keep going. Um, my next idea is that we have an old racist white man uh, with a cult-like group of supporters who runs for president and wins. <laughs> Which, you guys want to see this as a movie? How old is um, like on deathbed old or he's like seventy five. <laughs> he kind of he talks like. Okay. He's not from here. He's just a weird guy. Like, who's he racist towards? Is anyone under the impression that this person actually doesn't exist? Are we all aware of who I'm talking yes, about? Yes, absolutely. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> so well, yes or no? A movie? A film? Probably Please know because we're we're living in it right now. So thank you. Yeah, we're gonna have to have some flashbacks. Though. I'd be interested in like 40, 50 we'll years. Yeah. just to relive it. Like, oh yep, I remember those days. <laughs> Everyone had those iPhones. <laughs> Pretty good. Everybody Maybe had their own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All these liberals thinking they have a voice. I know. Okay, alright, well that one got shot down pretty quick. <laughs> okay, my next idea is that we have a very classic city superhero, right? He's doing his thing in whatever big city, Chicago, New York, LA, whatever, right? He gets a little old, right? He has a family, has a kid. He decides that he wants to move out to the countryside. He's done with city living. Okay, but basically he finds out that villains aren't nearly as prevalent in the countryside as is alcoholism, poverty, depression, welfare, things like that. So basically he has to completely reorient and start fighting the villains of the countryside. Wow. Ashton, what are your thoughts? Um, is this a film you'd like to see? I think I'm gonna go with Adam's original answer for the first one where it would work well as a comedy. I don't know about it as a drama. Well, listen, no, it could be a comedy. <laughs> I mean, just the, I think the delivery of the plot is about as good as it gets, right? It's kind of like the joke's pretty good, but like, dang. Okay, maybe it's a good short film. I can see it, you know? And then, like, do you turn it into, like, a PSA? Where it's like, we are aware of you in, out there in the rural country of America. <laughs> we see you. We're fighting for you. <laughs> Farmers of America. <laughs> it's just like a FFA commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, it's like some organization. It's like the Mental Awareness of the Farmers Association of America. Millions of farmers being lost every year. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like an IFA country store. <laughs> Meg, is this a film you'd like to see? I think it sounds interesting because I don't really like superhero movies, but it would be a different kind of superhero movie. He really has so to. So it would be <gasps> interesting, maybe. Yeah. But like the superhero should drop the line, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like he's literally in Kansas. So it's that point you just We're not in, we're not in Apple anymore. <laughs> we're not in downtown Kansas anymore. Just to like twenty minutes outside the city. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Okay. Back Adam. Good good adaptations there. I'd say on a five dollar Tuesday. Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm not gonna pay the normal nine bucks though. I'd no way. Yeah. 
I mean, let's say I feel like if Robert Pattinson, I'd watch the clips on YouTube. He's it. the superhero. Oh, yeah, he's a superhero. He really has to like get back down to his roots. <laughs> Maybe it's like a Hannah Montana thing where she gets used to living in the big city, and the Hannah Montana movie. Really yeah, is. she goes back to Memphis or wherever yeah, she's from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She gets back to her roots. And poverty. that's a good movie. So if it's anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Maybe, I'm on uh, board. Emily Cass, Osment. Maybe Cass Miley herself. Yeah. I was gonna say is we could do something like this with a TV show. So each episode, maybe a new kind of mental illness. Mental <laughs> illness. <laughs> yeah. Do we do we know <laughs> the villains within? Yeah. Why did Miley and her husband break up? Uh, I don't know. Do we know? Um, my sister told me. No, sure I think she addressed that and said that she did not. She's had him in the past, but she said that's not. My sister said she wanted to date a girl. That's oh, maybe, not totally, but yeah, I'm maybe it was an affair. Didn't she literally get married to him though? I, I have thing? zero clue. Yeah. They got married. Huh. Okay. Anyway, next story. We have a documentary about why computer programmers wear hoodies and drink monster energy drinks. That's it. I mean, I'm gonna go with not interested because yeah. I know computer programmers who don't do either of those things. Really? Yeah, and I feel like the answer is pretty easy. It's just, it's just very, caffeine and comfort. Yeah, very uninteresting. It's <laughs> <laughs> like comfort computers. Yeah. That's all they need. But maybe that's the point of it. No, we're, we're looking for something more. Maybe the answer seems obvious to you, but maybe there's something else going on. So maybe you disguise it like, oh, this new movie's about the most, the, the most ultra hacker out there. You know, the fastest coder. The base but really, of hacking. But really, there's like subliminal messages about hygiene. <laughs> so this is how you talk to a woman. Yeah. Or a man. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. The computer programmer slash gamer has to overcome Yeah, his... if you include gamers into it, different story. Exactly. That's, how, that's hey, we got to widen the target audience, okay? Yep. That's, you know, he, he overcomes his... Uh, social awkwardness. Yeah, social awkwardness. He, he overcomes his... Um, usage of the n-word when he's mad. He overcomes all the Obama jokes. Yeah, all the Obama jokes. Well, I said Obama, but Obama jokes as well. Enough of both of them. When he uses them together, it's really bad. He overcomes hygiene problems that have plagued him through junior high. (laughs) You know, we could list a lot of things that they could overcome. Okay, so the next film would be about... Basically, it'd be the alternative version of what Parks and Recs was. Because as many of us in this room know, Parks and Recs, Parks and Rec, the NBC TV show, is not an accurate representation of what it's like to work for the Parks Department. Right? I think we can all agree to that. I've never seen it. But I've never seen it, but yeah. I, I don't think that it would be a, that popular of a TV show if it was how it was really. Like. No, because <laughs> it was not very good. It's all white collar, you know? They didn't show any of us in the weeds. No. Okay. But here's so here's it's a spin-off of that, okay? And they show what's actually going on. Okay, so the film follows Annabeth, an ambitious second year lawnmower, ready to break through the glass ceiling and become lead mower of the crew. Some of the shots are simply Annabeth mowing lawns for several minutes at a time. Thoughts. Kind of a concept. You kind of derailed it at that last sentence. Wait, let's go. We're just, but, but, is she pushing or is she sitting? No, no, she's sitting. But okay. she's doing a really good job, though. 
See, I feel like a movie like this would have to be directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> not, not just throwing that out there, but because he makes mundane things like normal conversations that drag on for a while pretty interesting. Yeah. Like, if you had some very, like, clever dialogue in there and some, you know... Because I, I just can't imagine how to spice that up without it being like, you know, someone, you know, an accident on site or something, you know, someone gets, something happens, up. right? Yeah. I don't it's know. It's got to be a very funny crew of uh, mowers. <laughs> it's got to be funny and it's got to be bloody sometimes. It, true. Well, someone's like, some... you know, changing the wire on their uh, weed whacker and then all of a sudden they accidentally turn it on and <laughs> they're like, kind of cuts them up a little. Uh, they're okay. It's like a horror TV show. Yeah. You have like done that, right? Yeah. It's got to be a climax. Yeah, do, you wanna, do, you, do you think people want to hear that story? Yeah, I mean, I think okay. they might. So there's, oh, when we were for the parks department, there's this guy who I honestly hated. He was a decent guy, but he was honestly just so, so, so annoying. Benji. No, we're, let's, we wouldn't use names, Ashton. <laughs> it's not him. Keep that out. It's Keep not him, out. first off. But either way, I'm not going to say his name. Anyway, um, we were just on the crew one day getting out of the truck. We were about to go weed whack a section of the city. And... Uh, I think I'm on there or something, and this, I think it got stuck or whatever, like the head of it got stuck, so the wire wasn't spinning. Anyway, this guy came over to me, and I had it, it was still running, the motor was on. He goes up to like reach and grab it to show me what's wrong with it, but he bumps it, and he pushes my finger onto the engine button, which of course begins spinning it. So anyway, his hand gets whipped multiple times with this weed whacker. And he reels back and begins swearing profusely. And the whole time in my head, like, I would love to say that my reaction was like, are you okay? But my first reaction was like, that was not my fault. <laughs> Which is kind of messed up. But anyway, kind of hated the guy. Definitely felt bad that I weed whacked his hand, but never see him again. Hope he's doing well. Mouth, mouth, wait, who was it? You don't say it so that Pod can't hear. Honestly, I can't remember his name. Oh, I'll tell you later. No, that's I hated fine. him now. <laughs> okay. Alright. So. That's actually it. I have no yeah. more ideas. Well. Is there I anything anyone likes to talk about? Anything interesting happen? Controversial? I don't think so. Meg, um, has the coffee business? Coffee business is good. Um, I was just gonna say we should maybe give a shout out to Sweetie and Nan. Mm. Yeah. Sweetie and Nan. That's actually a good idea. Oh. And we hope they're doing well. So tell the story then. Yeah, Meg, let's hear it. Who exactly. is Sweetie and Nan? I think that somebody, Zach or Adam, needs to tell it because I was asleep when it first started. Well, so. Wait, wait, wait. Can we tell the story, but don't reveal. Um, what sort of being Sweetie and Nan? What are. they are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just tell it like they're just some beasts. It's, it's Sweetie and it's Nan. That's what they are. Okay. So, well, we were having a party for Lauren, a friend of the pod. Um, it's her birthday. And so we were, you know, just hanging out in the living room. Time, time was passing by, and around 2 o'clock, we hear a knocking at the back door. And two individuals. <laughs> We're just standing out in the rain, <laughs> and we so we brought them into our home, and we gave them food and shelter, and lots of love, lots well. of love for like three days. Snuggles probably, big time. Definitely. Yeah. It caused a little bit of a ruckus, but they brought yeah. us together. So what happened Definitely. to these animals? Well, who said they were animals? 
Whoa. Unless they're plants. Sounds like you're the fungi. They're birds, okay. <laughs> they, they're in a better place now, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, not not as, it's not as ominous. Depends what you believe. I'll put it like that. They're, they're in a home that can take care of them. There we go. Us. But if you're listening to the Sweetie and Nan, we love you. <laughs> and if it's Sweetie and Nan's owners, we do not love you. It's quite the opposite, really. <laughs> Alright, well, on that really inspiring note, hit the pause button.